The following is a very important message. How'd you hear about Cheryl and Dan? You mean about that thing they let grow between them? It's a shame. A good skin doctor could have had that removed. Humans are gross. We need to put them all on an island. Oh, this coffee is too cold. When are we going to get that machine fixed? I put in an order for it, but the maintenance around here seems a little dead in the head. Hey, Iris, check out this ingrown hair. Does it look infected to you? Not really, but better cut the whole arm off just to be sure. Wonder if it's going to rain today. Oh, Doctor. Yes, Garfunkel. Not to alarm you, but you've been sitting on the record button. What? Ah, crap. We only have a limited supply of recording tape. Well, I guess we'll just start the show. Even. Boris Orlock. Even. Eeries, bitches. Even. Dodge Mahoney. I have seen shit that'll turn you white. You'll be scared stiff too, 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 too. I bid you well, I bid you Break old time horror radio show. Happy horror coffee Happy break horror coffee break. 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 That's right. Go ahead, smile. It's funny. Iris, <laughs> are you sure this doesn't look infected? <laughs> no, but your face does. Okay, coming up, the first story of the night. We've all heard the term before, doppelganger. The imposters that look like us and try to take over our lives. None of us are quite sure how we would react the day we actually came face to face with ourselves. Maybe it would go something a little like the character in the story. I thought I saw my future self as a time traveler. <laughs> Ah, hello Ethan. Glad you could join me on my first remote therapy session. I hope the signal is good for you. Please, go ahead and tell me what is bothering you. I'm going to tell you something that I've been struggling with over the last day. And it's going to sound crazy. And it's going to sound out of place. And it's going to sound like I finally lost my marbles. And I've been accused of that in the past. But this time, 
I don't know what to do. I need to make some calls or, or not. I'm afraid to even. Even if I do, oh, even telling you is, is risky. Come now, Easton. That is what I'm here for. This just starts from the beginning. I don't know. Here's, I was coming home from school and I saw myself. That's like a reflection of something. Not, not as, not as an idea, but as a physical person. And I was frightened and I was scared, but I was filled with intrigue after those emotions passed. I had to, I had to figure it out. What sort of phenomenon was that? Did I accidentally discover my own twin self? Like how the internet finds people who look like you or like whenever you play the game on there, on the, on the Facebook where it says uh, celebrity lookalike and it's always atrocious, but this time it was spot on. How does that make you feel? Electrical shock shot through my entire body. I felt like the Frankenstein monster. I checked myself for bolts. I said, I'm alive, I guess, in two times? I'm completely frightened coming up to this, this ghost, this phantasm of myself. But I, I, can't, I can't get myself to go and, and, uh, and affront uh, my doppelganger just yet. I just want to watch. The movements are so close. The clothing, the hair, the face, lack of hair in my case. <laughs> but it's frightening, so I watch. And what did your bald ass do after that, Baldy? I went to sleep not even remembering going to sleep. It seemed like a daze. I woke up confused I was in my own bed. I felt drugged. And I got up and I realized I had to go find myself again. This philosophical message that we have to continually uh, tell ourselves day in, day out. Now I'm actually looking for a being that is myself. So in finding yourself, you think that yourself would help you find yourself within yourself. What message do you think that is sending to you? Well, last night I saw a time traveler <laughs> was probably myself. That's where I've been. I don't believe you, but I believe that you believe you. And sometimes that is all that matters. You're pretty trusting. <laughs> Just right out the gate. It doesn't matter if I trust you or not. It's your story. You have to believe you. Please, continue. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I saw myself. He was wearing my clothes. He moved like me. A slight limp. Little mole with the gimpy leg. Because his, his knee was hurt when he was younger. I don't get it. I don't know where it came from. And it was gone. I tried to follow, and it was just gone. So she went to school. What happens after that? I left class and walked home, down the alleyway like I always go. And I just look, I'm looking in every corner and every crevice. I find myself completely obsessed. My anxiety and frustration is boiling to a point that I, I wanted to look inside the trash cans of people to see if my face would be there, the disembodied head. Maybe I'll see myself again, I don't know. It's just a cat and mouse game right now. I can't even find myself. If I have something to say to me, say it find me. You've seen where I'm at. You know my moves if you're future me. I peek around the corner, and there's the man. Baby! My man. Myself. I seem aimless. I mean, I'm here. I, do I make myself known? I'm so frightened I can barely speak as well. My hands are sweating. Knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on a sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Heart is pounding out of my chest. I can't seem to find the strength to move. I'm frozen, but... 
I'm stammering with my legs. Just observation at this point. We're getting close to my house. I feel as though he's... Is he gonna go in? Is he looking for me? Do I need to stay out of the way? Do I just continue to observe? He passes my house. Now, I felt crazy earlier when I was telling him about the drawing. And so I go up and knock on the door. Gotta wait a few seconds. I'm just riveting with emotion, fear. What if I see myself from the future? What can I know? Will you give me a fucking lottery number? Uh, what is he here for? What is the reason? And that was your conclusion. Nothing. No answer, sir. So I assumed you just went home. I thought about my next move very, very carefully. I decided to walk around the back of the house. I look around to see if there are any cars or people to see what I'm about to do, which is basically just breaking and entering into this home. It's not my thing, but my curiosity has just taken hold. I can't, I can't help myself, but to, I have to know. I go out to the back door and I open it. It's completely unlocked. So I open the door and roaches scatter. The place is a pit. There's cigarettes filling ashtrays and cups. I thought, someone live like this? Do I live like this? I'm not exactly a clean freak, but my God, this is disgusting. I tried to be as quiet as possible while I was in the living room. As I calmed myself and tried to look around, I started to look around at the room and noticed that there were some dusty pictures on the wall and I looked over to my very big shock. Pictures of Matt, my classmate. I've seen a lot of mind-blowing things this week, but now I'm trying to connect. Now I'm seeing pictures of him in this old house where the doppelganger of my future self or some ghost is <laughs> lying in wait. So I gather my strength and make my way up the stairs. One creaks and snaps a bit. Oh my God, am I gonna fall through the stairs? I dash to the left a little bit and hug the rail. And there's a few rooms. One a decrepit bathroom. I find my way down to the other room at the end of the hall and open up the door, it creaks open and I, and I see a, a figure and I'm frightened. A chill goes down my spine and up my back and back and forth. I can see it seems like a figure in a mask standing there. I shriek, yep. it's only a mask, on a mannequin supporting a wig on top. I start to look around and there's drawings and the, there were depictions of myself and my heart sank. They all depict me. The thoughts are racing at this point. But then to my most daunting horror of them all, I look back and see the mask. Okay. Is of me. Someone has been dressing up like me and being me and acting like me and walking like me and talking like me. I assume I have not heard this thing's voice yet, but it must be there. What is he doing? What is his end game? What, in my shock and horror, I hear a noise downstairs. It's the front door. Someone's came in. I let out a silent scream. I can't make a noise. I can't move. I'm frozen, but I'm shaking at the same time. I only had seconds to decide what I was going to do. Matt was up the stairs in the flash, his eyes red with rage. He was chasing me. I dodged him, pushed him over. I said, I'm getting the hell out of here. I ran down the stairs. It's almost as if I jumped as many stairs as I could. I jumped the last four and burst out the door, fell down as I went out the stairs on some loose leaves. And as I got to the, the front of the gate, I struggled with it. I could hear him coming and I looked back and he's got a knife. I struggled with the fence and I just jumped it. 
It was just a fucking chain link fence. Why didn't I do that in the first place? I was too scared to even think or do anything straight. And I looked behind him, I could see him still. He's coming for me. Just rage in his eyes and murder, I assume. I just ran down the street as quickly as I could. To all the light inside of me. And I shouldn't have smoked all those fucking cigarettes. This is not a good time for it. My heart's pounding, my chest is red with fire. I could hear myself breathing fast and loud and panting and sweat from the fear that turned cold in the wind. I got all the way to my house and burst inside and locked it. I fell to the floor and I shrieked in terror. I ran to the kitchen as quickly as possible and grabbed the biggest knife out of the kitchen. My mother's completely unaware of what's happening. She's frightened as well. She's scared of me now. She's so scared of I was of Matt and the terror and the tears that ran down my face and my eyes. It startled her as she, she trembled as well. What the hell is happening? And I couldn't even speak at that point. I just shivered and shook and held the knife in the corner of the kitchen. I said, call the police, call the police as quickly as possible. The receiver rang 911, the operator in fear. And they said, are you safe? Are you safe right now? And I said, never been more unsafe in my whole life. Okay, okay, calm down, Ethan. You're starting to have little veins pop out of your forehead and you spit all over the camera lens. Tell you what would make you feel better if you discuss your problems with Matt directly. I have him right here. Say hello, Matt. Hey, Ethan. What the fuck? My head starts reeling. I dream that I'm kneeling. It seems that I'm kneeling on the ceiling of my room. Please, welcome to the show. Local personality, Ethan Smith. Seeing in factual evidence myself, but I like this character. Goddamn. Ethan, how many people do you have in there? Well, I've seen as many times as I've heard someone say, Oh, surf boy, that old move. I, I wouldn't be too shocked. I don't think I've, I've seen a few doppelgangers in my life. Aries often accuses me of having a multiple personality disorder. Hey, put it all on a pile. It all counts. That's what I say. Does it though? One time I saw a cat walked up to it. I just see a cat. I'm walking by, but it turned around and it was a possum. And my mind flipped upside down. Start making sense, surf boy. One time I saw Rod Stewart in a knife fight with Brian Adams. Brian took a cut at him. Rod exclaimed the first cut was the deepest and then kicked him in the ball. I hate you. That's a pretty creepy one. You land that on your, uh, your buddy who's sitting next to you. We're not buddies. He built me from spare crap in his hallway closet and paid a voodoo woman named Phyllis to make me conscious. I wish I was never born. But also, I'm so much not the in the sense of, like, I'm, I'm very skeptical. So I wouldn't be one quickly to rush into time traveler. <laughs> so, Ethan, what do you think of the studio? It's really, uh homey and uh, it's a very like americana thing as soon as i walked in there was a lady who was tattooed like a cat oh cripes aries call security the cat lady's back hey funky go handle pest control oh come on now kitty wants some meow mix 
I, I tipped her. I don't know if you're supposed to tip. I would uh, advise against it. Also, probably you might want to wash your hands. So what do you usually do? Do you just recant on this podcast? Well, I re-would if I re-could, but I recant. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What did you have in mind? Do you want to see a sword swallowing? Hell yes. I must say, that is rather impressive. Where did you learn to sword swallow? Uh, the world's largest gift museum, stuck on I-44, and also they're doing a wine tasting competition between each other. Hell yes. And it's eight minutes long, mm. but it is very worth just them being so fucking goofy. Well, Ethan, it appears we have officially run out of time for your shenanigans. Got anything you want to leave the listeners with? Leave no black plume of a token as I lie in the space we have spoken, and leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit my bust above my door. Take my beak from thy heart, and take from off my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore. That is just beautiful. Oh, Jesus, the meds are not working today. Buy the pictures that I took of your bar.